You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan out in the heart of the outskirts of enemy territory. Oh my God, I did it again, Pilsy. I need to figure this out big time. We're learning. We're learning. We're learning on the fly because it's a 6 5 Senators overtime victory. To finish the introduction, I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Pillar. You're listening to Locked On Senators after dark. Stay tuned for Monday for the entire coherent thing. But right now, it's all after emotion. A Saturday night victory. And don't look now, but take away the COVID situation. Take away the road trip. The Ottawa Senators now have back-to-back victories over the Carolina Hurricanes and the Colorado Avalanche. Two of the league's heavy hitters. And the Senators beat them both. Tonight, 6-5 in overtime. Brady Kachuk with two goals. Tim Stutzla with two more. How would you sum up a wonderful Saturday night? So this is what it feels like to be on a win streak. Two games strung together with a W. You gotta love it. And yeah, like Ross said, uh, some heavy hitters here. It's not like they beat up on some bottom feeders here. They really made a statement. And look, this is what the Sens talked about, right? They talked about, let's get back to being a hardworking team. And that's what they did here. They finally won a game where the score is uh, over 10 goals. Like, that has not worked out for them lately. So that's a good feeling. And for Brady Kachuk to get that OT winner in that kind of fashion, Ross, is, you know, these guys deserve a victory like that. And Brady deserves to be the guy that hands them that victory. That was epic. And we didn't get the shimmy on that one, Ross. We got the Superman. So you got to love to see that. Yes, the victory belt on Brady Kachuk. He gets the puck at his own hash marks he takes it all the way down the left wing I called turned around I said he's gonna go backhand five hole we've seen it before time and time again nope quick wrist shot right over the glove of Jonas Antonin we gotta get in stringer this entire game was wild right you had Tim Stutz's goal where the puck didn't cross the goal line before the net came off its moorings you had afterwards the goal that then was disallowed where the puck came just ever so slightly outside the zone. Were you nervous for more than a second? Or did you see, just like the radio call, I was tuned in to Dean and Gord on 1200. They knew right away that that puck came outside. Well, you got to be a little nervous in times like that, right? Because uh, I think all hockey fans can agree. Just when you think you've got this game understood and when you think, all right, I know that's a goal. That is a goal in hockey. They can flip the script on you, and that's no goal. So you oh, got to yeah. have a little bit of nervousness there. But, man, am I glad that that one counted. And, Ross, like, what I liked about some of these goals, too, is it didn't seem like it was kind of the classic uh, Sens garbage goals. Like, there were a lot of just good, hard shots. Like, that uh, one of Tim Stutzler's goal where he has the puck and just outweights the defenseman that goes to try to block it, and he just stick handles, stick handles, and then snipes it. That's what I want to see Tim Stutzler getting back to. And it obviously, it's working for him because uh, he potted two tonight. Yeah, once the first one came ever so lucky. I forget who it was, but someone tweeted out just all the chances that Timmy's had this year. That's the one that goes in. He's tackled as he approaches the crease. And the puck, they, they gave it what forward motion, as they say in the NFL, where the puck was on its way in. You pushed our guy. They're going to count that now, and I'm glad they did because that just alleviates so much pressure. The Senators, now 2-0 when Tim Stutzla scores this season. It was the second one 
of the highlight reel variety. And the pass from Drake Batherson returning the favor from last year when Timmy went from that same spot where Batherson found his seam, when Timmy did the backhand sauce over to Batherson. This time, it's patience personified from Stutzla on that goal. He rips it in. At that point, it was 5-2. The Sens get the power play goal. I know we're keeping the good vibes rolling. We'll continue to get into some positives here on the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast. But how nervous did you get once Newhook scored that highlight reel goal to bring it within two? Plenty of time at that point midway through the game. Well, I think, Ross, the worst part about that is you know that the Senators now have to battle the biggest demon that they faced all year, and that's Momentum. a third period. Well, yes. a, th- a third period, right? Like to, yes. any third period that's happened, the Senators just tend to give up goals, and that's what happened here. Like no lead is safe, really, when this team heads into the third period. But luckily, they were able to hold it close enough to get it to OT. But even with the five-three lead here, Ross, it was. Definitely, I didn't think this one was in the bag, especially when you're up against a team like the Colorado Avalanche. They were coming fast and furious. Hey, once they get moving, especially in the offensive zone, you saw it tonight, especially from McKinnon, who played his first game against Ottawa this year. He was not in the lineup when Colorado beat Ottawa 7-5. Talk about a couple high-scoring games from these two teams in a couple weeks span. A great preview of the 2022 Stanley Cup. Am I offside with that one? Maybe. Pilsy? Ah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but I'm hey, just feeling good after a win, Pills. I'm just but you good. can't fully discredit it because what you can say every time is the St. Louis Blues were in dead last in January, January 1st, and they won it all. So if the Sens right. can just hang around, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. All right, back to reality where it is. <laughs> The Senators winning back-to-back games for the first time this season. They did win their third and fourth last games from last year. So it's not like some wild streak that they have where they haven't been able, but it is the first time this year, and they're now through 22 games. And like we just said, they just beat two heavy hitters at Carolina, home to Colorado, and the test doesn't get any easier coming next week as they're on the road in New Jersey on Monday and then back home for the second half of back-to-back against the New York Islanders. First time hosting the Islanders. That was actually the last home game before the COVID pause. Pajot's return to Ottawa. And then they went on the road trip. And the rest is history after that Los Angeles game. But Pilsy, tonight, easy start to our Send Central standouts. But I'll let you take the low-hanging fruit. Well, I'm taking Brady Kachuk, captain shit easy there. Easy call. I mean, like that's... Uh... That's why we love this game, right? To be able to see big moments like that. To be able to see the big players say, all right, guys, it's been a close game here, but I'm calling game. It's over. Brady Kachuk on a breakaway. And we've seen, hey, he's got a couple OT breakaway goals. How about that one in Montreal? That's definitely one I remember. Um, So it's not like uh, he, he isn't able to elevate his game in those big moments. And that's what you need from Brady Kachuk. Sure, he's your... You know your meat and potatoes. Uh, bring the guy into the ba- bring the guys into the battle type of guy. But if you're all alone in OT on a breakaway, you got to show that you can finish this, and that's what he does there. And that I'm so jealous for Sens fans that got to be there for that moment because that must have been wild. Oh, unbelievable! And you know, in Sens fashion, they give up the two goal lead in the third period. Colorado gets well three goals, two of them count after <laughs> the uh, the review for offside, but. It just felt like, you know, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. 
And is it coming? Is it coming? And then the turnover in overtime was so exceptional where Brady just gets it with speed and fresh legs stay undefeated in the extra frame, right? Brady had just come onto the ice. The Avalanche players were tired. They just had some offensive zone time, rushing the puck up the ice as well. So Brady takes it down, gets the goal. It's his fourth career overtime game winner, Pilsy. That puts him in some elite company since he entered the league. Only 35 players have four or more. Lots now he's tied with at four. And, you know, there's some great players on that chart, you know, tied with Brad Marchand, Patrick Kane, John Tavares. Like, Brady Kachuk is making a name for himself. And we see the C on it looks so good. And we just got to hope this train keeps rolling. I was at the Jets-New Jersey Devil game last night. Uh, Winnipeg put up an eight spot on Jonathan Bernier. And they ended up going to Mackenzie Blackwood after the second period. So, I have no doubt that Ottawa, if they play well, can keep this going. My Sun Central standout has to be Tim Stutzel, though, Pilsy. Yes, yep. And for obvious reason, gets that first one off his back. And then he just plays so freely from there. And when he's at his best, he's putting pressure on the outside and he's patient with the puck. He's not trying to make a play happen so badly that it falls off and it gets picked off, as we've seen a few bad turnovers this year. No, he's patient. He winds, 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 waits. And he puts another one in the back of the net. So huge game from both Timmy and Brady Kachuk tonight in a 6-5 Senators win over the Colorado Avalanche. So sweet to hear that. And I feel like Timmy's one of those guys, and I mean, obviously most players are like this, but like for him to really excel, he's got to feel like he has a chance to make a difference in the game. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in a blowout game, like 5 nothing down 5 nothing, Tim Stutzler's is not going to make an impact. He just, he's not, he doesn't have that competitive juice flowing. But in a game like this where it's high stakes, it's back and forth scoring, you're at home, and he got that first goal, it's off his back, and then he gets going. I feel like that's where Timmy thrives. So I can't wait for this team to finally, hopefully, be in a position where they're playing meaningful games down the stretch because I think we're going to see a whole new level of Tim Stutzler when that happens. Now, I'm just looking up the exact number. We've got a comment saying that was the first time the Senators outshot their opponents this year. That's not And the face-off uh, face was in the Senators' favor. Like, I couldn't believe that. That's been rare. It's actually the fourth time this year the Senators have outshot their opponents. They did it in their loss against the San Jose Sharks when they lost 2-1 in that game. Then they did it the next night, of course, the infamous New York Rangers game where Matt Murray got hurt to give up the two-goal lead late in this game. Then they actually did it three games in a row in that 7-5 loss against Washington. But you're right, for the most part, they've been on the wrong end of the shot total, including 49-20 in the win against Carolina. So great to see the Senators. And they played with the lead for a little bit tonight. And that's something where it calms everything down. And you saw that tonight, Pilsy. This was a more relaxed team than we've seen in previous days. Hey, since we're still here and we're about to finish up Monday, much more coherent final release of our energy after another senator's victory because Ooh. now we got to get used to covering wins pilsy i know it feels so foreign what did you think about dylan hetherington being called up and put in this game you have two healthy defensemen in delzato who signed for next year as well two million yeah. you know that was a recent mistake in terms of this management group and victor mete who's just been on the wrong side of too many highlight reel goals against over the last stretch so they're both out but healthy and Hetherington comes up. Your thoughts? 
Well, I like the move uh, initially because I thought when Heather Heatherington played here the first go around, he was decent. Like especially in a third pole, third pair role. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, I thought he played well, and I was just done with seeing Victor Mete. At least, at least, just give me a break from seeing Victor Mete, which DJ Smith did, and I think DJ needed a break from that as well. So. Yeah. And he's the next guy to bring up, right? Like, if you're going to bring him up just for a couple games here, don't bring JBD up and kind of uh, disrupt what he's got going down there. Just bring a guy like Hetherington who's, you know, he's not really a guy you're invested in, and also he has a little bit more NHL experience. So I thought that was the right move, although probably not his best game tonight, eh? No, dash two, 12 minutes and 52 seconds. Last he was a dash one. He got absolutely walked by Alex Newhook. On, uh, on that goal to, in the middle of the second period. But Thomas Shabbat, unbelievable once again. 27 minutes and 40 seconds. He gets two assists, four shots, two takeaways. He had a great piece of defending on Nathan McKinnon early in this game where most guys get burned wide by Nathan McKinnon. You can almost yep. see Shabby after the whistle like, that guy's fast. But Shabbat stayed with him, got a little stick check in and poked the puck away from Nathan McKinnon. Exceptional games from Thomas Shabbat. Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzla. And that first Brady Kachuk goal was assisted by both those guys. I want to see more of that. And I also need to mention how amazing the feeling must be when you're a player. Because I know as a a fan, it's awesome. When you're at the home arena, Pilsy, the home team scores. And as they're announcing the goal, the home team scores again. And that happened tonight when Austin Watson made it 2-1 Ottawa. 27 seconds after Brady they opened the scoring. What a feeling. Hell yeah. I love that. Put some pressure on the PA announcer. Let's go. Yes. That No no uh, sleeping jobs for anyone. The PA announcer's got to be on his toes too. Yes, as do we. Now recording after every Ottawa Senators game right here, presented by Locked On Senators. It's the postcast after yep. a 6-5 victory in overtime by the Ottawa Senators. Brady Kachuk, the OT game winner. Ooh. And Pilsy. The Sens are 2-1 and one since we began the postcast. Not giving us too much credit yet, but trends might be emerging. Before we let you go, because we're not recording tomorrow, we have to acknowledge the Nodak Sens. Everybody in the chat's asking, where is Jake Sanderson as we discuss Mete, Delzato, and Hetherington on the left side? Well, that pristine prospect put up another two apples tonight for North Hell Dakota. It. They wore their business blacks, and they get the victory over St. Cloud State after getting pumped. It was their I was first- going to say business blacks or funeral blacks, Ross, because no. uh they got buried the night it, before. It's the business suits. Chris Clevin Good. told me that at uh, North Dakota at the Ralph and we're going to be there next month. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. If you missed any of the postcast, go check it out on YouTube or wherever you download your audio podcast. Pelzi, we going to do more of this on Monday or what? Oh, yeah. Look out for another episode of the Postcast. It'll also be an Ottawa Senders game day. So download Locked On Senders podcast. Hope you enjoyed the Postcast. Appreciate everybody in the chat. We'll see you again Monday after the Devils and Senators. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. Enjoy a victory. Take Sunday off. Go to brunch. The Senators are victorious, and they're on their first win streak this season. This has been the postcast after a 6-5 OT victory over the Colorado Avalanche, and we'll chat on Monday.